This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is around a very popular quote in the business world that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And this quote was by Jim Rohn and he's a motivational speaker. I have challenges with this quote. I think it's a bit dated and I'll get into why, but there's truth behind it too. Um, Our sections for today, our segments are first a question from the No Starving Artist community from you all. And that's where the focus of our topic is. And then we'll get into reflection questions. And the last segment will be a culture resource, which is an extension of our reflection questions, providing you the opportunity to really workshop these questions further on your own time. As a reminder, please feel free to reach out to me with any questions that you have that you'd be open to sharing, having shared on the podcast, you as anonymous always for general marketing perspective or for paid consulting inquiries, feel free to email me at hello at morebyher.com. So our question from the No Starving Artist community from you all is how I got a job at Google. And before I answer that question, I'm going to dive more deeply into this topic of the quote, which is, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. This quote is by motivational speaker Jim Ron. There's also quotes that are similar to this, and they're basically like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. A lot of this is focused on forecasting your wealth and your health and your future opportunity based on the people that you're surrounded with. And I find this quote and a lot of the context shared around it sometimes misleading for three reasons. One, I don't spend the most time with the people who are my best friends. If you grew up in the internet era, then you probably don't either. Um, If you had access to internet or books or podcasts or you spend a lot of time online or hearing the voices of speakers or professors there's so much value that comes from also our family our nurture especially in early childhood that plays a huge influence on the people that we develop to become so firstly I don't spend the most time with my best friends so I always felt this quote a little off-putting two I have always felt a strong sense of knowing myself and knowing who I want to become. And I believe that you do too. If you're listening to this podcast, you're already indicating to me that you're not shy of doing the self-work and exploration to position yourself to be successful in your future. So second reason, know yourself and who you want to become. And the third reason that I find this quote to be disheartening is because it tends to be so money and wealth oriented 
it tends not to be focused on your prospects for happiness in the future. And so I think there's a level to which it is discrediting the value of having rocks, best friends, who are really stable forces in your life, in summary, who push you forward and um, are encouraging of your shine. So maybe they're not doing things that are similar to you at all, but they've always been people who've wanted you to shine and have not needed you to shrink or be less of yourself or be less of your full uh, potential because they feel intimidated by that. And that's really deeply been my experience. Most of my best friends, my closest friends, they're healers, they're teachers, they're social workers, they're artists. And even though through my life, I always viewed myself as a very competitive, money-hungry, mogul-minded, <laughs> I can say a lot of other things that you kind of get the gist of. I viewed myself as a shark-like character. It is because I had these people in my life with qualities that I hugely valued, that I saw as rocks, then it helped me become the person that I am. And so the last reason why I don't love this quote is because it tends to be very money-oriented and very health-oriented and not necessarily accounting for your happiness level or necessarily encouraging behavior for you to acquire friends in your life with qualities that you admire, not just lifestyles that you admire, but people who are individuals who at their heart you truly value. So going back to the initial question of how did I get a job at Google? Well, I got a job at Google because my best friend was working at Google and referred me for this job to start in marketing. And this might lead you to think, Anissa, this is ridiculous. So you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And those people have a big influence in your life the reason that she's my rock and she is a rock in my life has a big influence on the person that I've become and it's manifested pretty directly in my employment history in some ways but when we became best friends we were just in college and even upon graduating she didn't know what she wanted to, was going to do in her future and she was scared she had just been waitlisted for this scholarship opportunity where she would have been doing research in the Middle East. And instead, I was like, okay, since they waitlisted you, how about you apply for this opportunity at Google? They have this amazing program, and she ended up not going down that pathway, but she did network herself into a position in human resources within Google. And so fast forward three years later, when I was miserable in work, she was the one who referred me for this amazing opportunity at Google. And it's because of the qualities that she possesses as a person. Those qualities are the reason that she's a rock in my life and one of multiple. And I think that we need to get clear in our mindset around the qualities of the individuals that we'd like to absorb and the ones that we really admire and how we can consume more of those. And they might not be the actual people who are in our lives. Sometimes they're going to be via the content we consume in podcast, media, all these formats. 
the world is more accessible to us than ever before. And we can become small-minded if we think around positioning ourselves to spend more time with people who are currently successful, et cetera, versus spending time with people who are aligned with our values and our vision for the future. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So let's get into our reflection questions. The focus of this reflection question section is for us to uncover those qualities that we highly value, understanding where our rocks lie. So we're not assessing ourselves against people that we spend the most time with. And in fact, we're assessing ourselves with the people that we want to become. Let's do this by evaluating five areas. First, what kind of person you want to be. Second, who are the five people you spend the most time with currently? It's nice taking that into account despite. Three, do they match the person that you want to become? Four, who are people whose qualities you want to embody, that you desire to embody? And then five is how we can increase contact with these people. So starting with one, what kind of person do you want to be? So who is your ideal self? When you grew up, did you have a vision of the person that you'd become in the future? Think more deeply about what they look like, even what they feel like every day, where they spend their energy. What qualities or skills do you wish to possess? What kind of person do you want to be? Awesome. Secondly, who are five people you currently spend the most time with? It's helpful to know this. Oftentimes, I've found myself working in work environments where all the people I feel like I'm surrounded with, I don't feel like I'm working to become. I don't really want their jobs. I don't really want their life. And that's helpful information as well. So when it comes to the people that you spend the most time with, what are they like? What are the top qualities of them? What attracted you to them? Do you admire them? This is a really great opportunity to get clearer on people that we need to remove from our life, people that we might have outgrown if we need to shed our layers and expand and grow. Do we need to move away? Can we stay in those spaces and just have the awareness around whose energy, whose persona, whose qualities you are willing to absorb and you want to absorb and who's you're not three do they align with who you want to be in the future so this is where it gets really hard I think personally in working in a lot of environments where I don't want to embody the people that I'm surrounded by 
speaking very generally, um, it gets really difficult to just hold ground and stay there despite. So do the qualities of the people you're around align with who you want to become? Do they support you in becoming that? Or do they detract from that vision actually manifesting? Do they elevate you? Do they bring you down? Maybe this for you is really your five best friends that you actually do spend the most time with. Think about them and think about what qualities they have and if they match who you want to be in the future. Four, who are, let's say, three people who you want to embody, whose qualities you want to embody? And you don't need to know these people personally. I pretty much share very candidly all the people whose qualities I want to embody through the cultural resources that I share on this podcast. Gosh, I'm a huge admirer of people. There's so many people I actually admire. I have to stop myself often and be like, okay, Anissa, you're an admirable person too. Stop reposting everybody else's content on your Instagram. Stop following everybody and their mom. Just focus a little bit more so on yourself. But anyways... Who are people that's qualities you want to embody, that you desire to embody? And they don't need to be close to you at all. It's really helpful sometimes when they're not because then you don't have to tune into all the parts of their lives that you don't love. You can kind of just admire the qualities of them that you do from afar. You don't need to know their personal lives. You just need to know their vision for the future. Sometimes that's more helpful. Sometimes I personally find people's personal lives distracting. And so what are those qualities and who are three people who contain those qualities that you admire? Now is the actionable piece of this. A lot of those other pieces are really for us to do the reflection of distilling if we're aligning ourselves with people who have qualities that we embody, if we're surrounded by people who have qualities that we don't really want to absorb, just getting really clear on that because we need to know who we want to become. Next, so that we can actually take action on becoming those people we really want to become our ideal selves, how can you increase contact with people who contain the qualities you admire? How can you read their books? How can you listen to their podcasts? How can you watch their movies? How can you consume more of them? If these are friends, how can you spend more time calling them and reconnecting with the people that you love? Maybe you have to just be so intentional that you schedule it in. For myself, it's not necessarily organic that I reach out to all of my friends all the time. I love them all so much. They're completely rocks in my life, but I can go months without talking to some of them. And when we do pick it up, I'm reminded of why we're best friends. I don't forget in that time in between they're such solid people that I want to have in my life long term that I rarely am ever going through a questioning period of do I want to be their friends? Like with most of them they've been rocks in my life for a really long time and I think it's really valuable if you can find people whose qualities you really admire and have them in your life through all of these chapters and through all the instability and waves and things to come because they will ground you. Having people who have known all these stages of yourself can give you really amazing insight and perspective on your future. These people in my life have been truly so valuable and grounding and I'm really grateful 
for the female friendships in particular that I've had since I was young. So going back to this last one, how can you increase contact with all of the people whose qualities you admire, who you want to absorb? Consume, consume, consume. Because what's more true than you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with is you become what you consume. And that comes down to being conscious of our media intake, of the messages that we receive, of the music that we're listening to. All of these things really do matter. Awesome. Let's get into our culture wreck for this episode. So our culture wreck for this episode is quite literally the exercise that we just went through because I think sometimes I can give culture wrecks that we can listen to and just go off on. And I think these reflection questions that we explored, it's valuable to take time and sit down, really sit down pen to paper and not have to maybe move, rewind in my podcast to get to that point, but really sit down with somebody else. So this person, her name is Celestine Chua, and she wrote a piece on personalexcellence.co. And the piece is called, You Are the Average of the Five People You Spend the Most Time With. And within the article itself, she shares really strong guidance around her experience working in her first corporate job, even when she was in college, when she explores millionaires and the people around you and how they affect your life. I really love that she gives mention to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because that's one of my favorite books. And I'll get into that in a future culture resource. The overarching takeaway is that there's so much value in exposure to people who are different than you and how that can really help expand your mindset and um, spur your success. In this article, she goes through pretty much the same questions that I went through. And I think by you visiting this article, again, it's called You Are the Average of the Five People You Spend the Most Time With by Celestine Chua. Her last name is spelled C-H-U-A on personalexcellence.co. It really helps us get us in the mindset of optimizing our time, our energy um, to align with the people that we'd like to become, to align with our vision for success. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope that it was helpful for you to explore this commonly shared business quote of you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with because some of it is true some of it can lead us down a path of being sociopaths who are being opportunistic and working to make friendships out of personal game and I think that's really unfortunate your happiness matters so much and people who have a vision of the world that they'd like to create and the more that you can help them shine the greater that you become, the more that they help you shine, the greater you become. Um, find people who, who are truly rocks and if not, absorb people online. In addition to those people, absorb people online who are sharing wealths of wisdom and making it accessible. Now is a beautiful time in history to do that. As always, share questions to me to be shared on the podcast for marketing, consulting, or general perspective. You can email me at hello at morebyher.com. Please share this 
this podcast with people. That's the only way that it can grow and sustain. So far, it seems like you all really liked last topic on jealousy and envy and longing. And I think it's an unusual topic, so I'm glad that we dove into that. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people on morebyher.com. You can find me at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. You are no starving artist. I'm so grateful to be learning and growing with you. I appreciate you.